Nick Reske as he comes and brings the word of God this morning. Fantastic. You may be seated. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Happy New Year. And I hope you've started the new year with a, with a great anticipation of what God wants to do. I, I feel like sometimes when I come here, people come up to me and actually say, uh, are you new here? And uh, I always I try to put my hand up when they give out those new welcome packs because that's how I get my free coffee, do you know what I mean? So I've got to keep stopping doing that or else they'll know what's going on. Um, it's great to be here this morning. Uh, next week, uh, Pastor Greg and myself actually are going to Singapore uh, to open up a new church. Isn't that great? Uh, God's doing something amazing over there. There's some amazing connections that are happening uh, with our church and Singapore. Uh, it's nothing that we've actually um, tried to make happen, uh, but there are two particular churches that uh, are connecting with us and... Uh, one of them, uh, we're, we're going, we've had the privilege to actually open the, um, the church up and also to induct the pastor, which is a great privilege for us. They're bringing their teams here next year, uh, and it just really flows in with the vision that God's given us, that we believe this is an apostolic church, that people are going to come here, uh, not just from different parts of Australia, but different parts of the world to connect with us and to, to be in relationship with us, which I think is really exciting. And we need to thank God for that. Why don't you give God a big hand of praise for that this morning. <clears throat> Some of you would have seen on Facebook that I actually went to... I didn't go camping, uh, but uh, I did go to a campsite. Who saw that on Facebook uh, that I actually rolled up? Because if you don't know, I, I don't understand camping. I don't know why people do go camping. Um, Amen. Yes, there is some <laughs> Judd agree. Who's, who loves camping? Put your hand up. Yeah, okay. Well, we've got some issues in the church, it looks like. <laughs> a lot of people love camping. And, uh, do you know, Charles, Pastor Charles has gone camping. You will definitely hear some stories next week, let me tell you. Uh, but I did go. I got invited by my brother-in-law to... He was actually camping in Adelaide. Uh, he's got this fantastic camper van. It's not really camping. I don't know how you call that camping because it's got everything that you need you know when you're at home what you have when you're at home but we did go and have uh, tea with them and look this is just my experience so I'm just telling you my experience this is one of the reasons I just don't get it um, there was actually rats at this campsite so again it's it just you know what I mean I have problems I have issues you know what I mean and I just don't really get it but there there you go Look, it's great to have you here today. And, you know, if you are visiting, you know, um, we didn't put this service on today. A lot of churches don't have services for the first two weeks of January because a lot of people go away on holidays. And, you know, they need to. We need to have breaks. And there's a lot of our families away on holidays. But, you know, I believe that every opportunity we get to be together, God wants to speak to us. And, and I really believe today that God, even though this is a simple message, I, I just really believe in my heart that, this message is for some people as we start this brand new year. And uh, I, I like brand new years. I thank God that God has given us, um, uh, you know, an opportunity uh, to be able to celebrate new years. And in the wisdom of God, I think God has given us timelines to, to put an end to things and have new beginnings. I don't know about you. How many of you like new beginnings? 
How many of you know we need new beginnings? Uh, sometimes we need cl- chapters to close so we can go forward into new chapters. And I, and I truly believe in the wisdom of God that God in the timelines of our life has given us, for instance, days. You know, God's mercies, the Bible says that God's mercies are new every day. Aren't you glad about that? Sometimes you have a shocking day. And you think, man, I just want to put this behind me. And I I believe that God's wired us so that we can actually, you know, finish some stuff to put put some things to rest so we can have new starts. And I believe that New Year's is a little bit like that. New Year's, I believe in the wisdom of God, give us opportunities to maybe reflect on the things that we've had in the past, but to let go also so we can have new beginnings. Now, if I asked this question today and said, you know, how many of you are glad that 2017's over? How many of you want to just put it behind? There's a few hands. You don't have to put your hands up. But there are a few people going, you know what? I'm glad it's behind me. For some of you, maybe 2017 was a fantastic year. I know for Geordie, it was a fantastic year because he met this person that he's holding on to very tightly. You know, for him it was a great new year and I think this is going to be a great new year for him because he's getting married uh, in March. Is that right? I got it right because I'm doing your wedding. So for 2018, it's going to be a good year for Geordie. We believe so. It's going to be great. He's very excited about it. But all of us have the opportunity as we come to this point to be able to embrace something new. And this morning I want to share a a scripture with you that is, I guess, traditionally preached on around this time of the year. I'm not going to look at the history of this scripture, but I just want to use the principle of this scripture. It's in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. I have referred to this scripture on many different occasions particularly because of what I do and my role in in church planting and in church development and in church repurposing, Uh, that there are times in our life where to move forward we have to forget some things of the past. So verse uh, 18 and then verse 19. This is what it says, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says this. Verse 18, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Verse 19, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, don't you perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and bringing streams into the wastelands. Do you know, this scripture has got great principles and, do you know, I I must probably refer to it in leadership quite a lot because, you know, as a leader, we, we have to bring people through different changes and through different seasons of God. And this scripture pertains and gives us great principles about moving forward into the new areas of God. Now, verse 19 is very interesting because it says that, see, God wants to do a new thing and we need to be aware that God actually is about to do something new. We need to perceive it. Sometimes we can't see it, but we can sense it. Friends, sometimes you might not be able to see the exact thing that God wants to do. You might not be able to have it crystal clear, but you have a sense that God is about to do something new. I have a sense that God is about to do something new this year. I believe he wants to bring us into new seasons of God. I can't see it, 
But by faith, I not only sense it, but I see it in the spirit realm. That's one of the reasons we pray and fast in February. We put 21 days aside to prepare ourselves for the, new, the fresh things and the newness that God wants to bring into our own personal lives and in our church's life. I, I'm really looking forward to February because not because of the fasting. I don't really enjoy fasting, but I know the benefits of it. Because I'm not using fasting to try and manipulate God or twist his arm to do what I want. But I'm positioning my heart and making room for him to move in my life. And one of the things we really felt this year is that, you know, we, we want to really impact the month of February. We're actually bringing a healing ministry from Queensland. His name is John Mellor. Have I got that right? I usually say John Mayer, uh, who's, a, who's, a, who's a great... Uh, international artist. If we got John Mayer here, we wouldn't, we'd be packing the place 20 times over. Um, but we, we really felt in our heart to really engage and see some miracles happen. How many of you want to see that happen? So that's what we're believing for. But do you know, verse 19, it, it says not only that you need to, you know, have that sense that God, this expectation that God's about to do something, we need to understand the reason that we need to forget our past. It says this, because I'm making a way in the desert and bringing streams into the wastelands. You know, we all have deserts and wastelands and barrenness in our lives. If we're really honest, we all have areas of our life that are dry, that are like deserts that have wasted. They're not productive. And God's aim, the reason that God wants you to forget the past is because of his redemptive nature. Did you know that God wants to redeem the wastelands of your life? He wants to redeem the deserts, those areas that are barren in your life. But sometimes to do that, we've got to let go of some things of the past that could stop us from entering into the promises of God. Now, how many of you have got some deserts and wastelands in your life, some unfulfilled things that you've been believing God for and you've been really asking God, God, when is this going to happen? And sometimes God, what he does is, is he, by allowing us to let go of things of the past, we can enter into new seasons. The children of Israel, even though they left Egypt, they couldn't let go of Egypt. Isn't it interesting? They actually left Egypt, but they couldn't let go of Egypt. And so they remained in this wasteland, in this desert, and because they couldn't let go of the past securities, they could not enter into the promises of God. You know, this scripture helps us to understand this great principle, that to enter into new seasons of fruitfulness, of promise, of refreshing, of healing, of change and direction, and isn't that a big one? Boy, oh boy, sometimes we just... We just don't see change or direction because we can't let go of things of the past. If we want to see new seasons and moves of God, we must let go of things in the past. I read some quotes yesterday that I, th I thought were really quite uh, just enhancing this principle. This is, this is a couple of them. You have to erase the old to embrace the new. How many of you know that's true? Every sunset is an opportunity to see a brand new day. You know, sometimes we enjoy the sunset, the end of a day, but, you know, it's telling us there's a new day 
about to emerge. Letting go of the past is always difficult if we want to see change. Let go of yesterday, I really like this one, let go of yesterday because yesterday has already let go of you. Isn't that true? Sometimes we hold on to the yesterdays of our life. We hold on to these things, these emotional connections and all these sort of things that seem to tie us. But yesterday is gone. Yesterday is actually gone. And if we want to embrace the new day, we have to let go of our yesterday. I I think it's human nature. I, I pray that you don't... This is not a condemning message. I pray that you understand the heartbeat of this message that I think it's human nature that because we, have our, because we are insecure, we have insecurities, because we have hurts, because we have disappointments, because sometimes we have misunderstandings of what the future could look like, because sometimes it is hard to embrace change. I'm finding as I get older, I'm 58 years old, I'm finding that you know some of the things that I used to find really easy to embrace are becoming a lot harder. Uh, you know, some of the some of technology. Man, oh, you know, you, you sort of get used to something and they change it. You know, next month it's changed. I just get used to my phone and they bought a new phone out. And technology is a hard thing. But if I have to embrace communication and the way the world is working, I've got to embrace change. So the question, and today's not going to be a long service. There's something practical that I want to do. The question that I'd like to ask you today is, what are the things that you need to let go of that could stop you from entering into the new seasons that God has for your life? Have you actually stopped, you know, this time of the year, I I do do some reflection and say, God, what is it that I'm holding onto that could become the stumbling block or the very thing that could stop me from entering into the new seasons that you have for me. I'm wondering if we've, I hope I've got this slide at the right place. I'm not sure I have, but um, can we put the garbage slide, not, not that one, can we go to the end, the last one? Sorry about that, this one here. I saw this on, on uh, Facebook about two weeks ago, and I thought it was really profound because it really got to me. And, and, it said, and this is what it says, don't forget to take out last year's rubbish. And um, how many of you have got a little bit of stuff that you need to just let go of? You know, I looked at it and I thought to myself, wow, that really hit me. And I thought how, how profound it really is. Maybe it is pride and selfishness. Maybe it is unforgiveness and anger. Maybe it is some bad habit that, you know, has got you in, enslaved. Uh, maybe it is fear and worry. And these are all hard issues. You know, sometimes we, we deal with symptoms. What I love about God is he deals with the heart. And, and God wants us to have a clear heart. If we're going to embrace everything that God has for us in 2018, He wants us to go with an open heart towards him, his purpose, and his people. Because, you know, these sort of attitudes, these sort of things can actually harden your heart and stop you from embracing everything that God has for you. It might stop him from actually redeeming the wastelands and turning that wasteland turning that barrenness, turning that desert into an oasis that could be fruitful. You know, in South Australia, which where we're from, Meredith and I are from, 
there's a, a place called Westlakes. I don't know if you've ever heard of Westlakes. Uh, Westlakes uh, is actually in the west of Adelaide. And it was pretty well like a swamp. Uh, there, was, there was land there that uh, was, was pretty well unusable until this company, this, this development company, got a hold of it and began to see the potential, looked, saw with different eyes and actually went there and bought heaps and heaps of this land, which was very, very cheap, and they began to redeem the land. Um, you, you, some of you might not be aware that the Adelaide Football Club, the Crows, the team that should have won the grand final last year, but they got stuck in a swamp. Thank you very much, Jackie. We love you. Can you leave the building now? Can someone escort her out? But the Adelaide Football Club, their, their club... Uh, was actually, their base was in West Lakes. They built this beautiful football club and, and houses and actually Leighton Hewitt bought about three or four houses there. And so now this wasteland has become this incredible area in Adelaide. It, you know, some company saw something different and redeemed it. That's what God wants to do to us. God wants to redeem the wastelands of our lives if we are able and have the courage to let go of some things in the past. Things that maybe happened in 2017 that still have got us entrenched and will not allow us to move forward. It's easy to say, it's not easy to do. And as I was just, you know, contemplating on writing this message, there's just three things that I really felt on my heart. Here's the first one, if we can go back to that first slide, Nat, sorry to do that for you. If we go to that next one. Um, the first thing is this, you know, we need to disentangle. You know, by letting go of the past, we disentangle ourselves from the things of the past that sometimes hold us. I really felt that there were some people here today that, you know, for you to move forward, you need to disentangle yourself from some things that maybe have happened to you uh, last year. Some things that maybe have got you caught up and have, you know, got you in a little bit of a knot and God wants to actually set you free. In your emotions and in your thought life, God actually wants us to be free. Aren't you glad God is a God of freedom? He's a God of redemption. He's a God of liberty. He's a God that wants to redeem everything in our lives. And sometimes the reason, you know, God's not a killjoy. He's not saying to us, hey, you know, you know, the reason that I've got, I want you to forget is because I just don't want you to, uh, you know, remember those things. No, he, he wants to make us disentangle ourselves from those things that could actually enslave us. And so by letting go of the past, these things that could hold us, we disentangle us. The second thing, can I have the next slide up, is it, it helps us to declutter our world. You know, sometimes we don't want to go in to 2018 with all this clutter. And actually, by decluttering our heart, we make room for God to move. God wants to move. God wants to do something new, not just in your own heart, but in our church. And, you know, we have, as a, as a leadership team, this, you know, last year, we began to just look at our programs and saying, why are we doing what we're doing? Are we doing it because it's in the purpose of God or just because we're running a 
another program. We want to make God, we want to make room for God to move. And I believe as we unclutter and disentangle our lives, God is able to do something absolutely amazing. The third thing is to cast off. Um, you know, to cast off means to let go of something that is stopping you from moving forward. Sometimes there are things that you just have to take off. You have to cast them off. The Bible talks a lot about that. It talks about taking off sometimes, you know, those outer garments, those garments that have maybe, you know, have held you down and stop you from accessing what God has for your life. So disentangle to declutter and to cast off. I believe this this whole exercise that we're about to do in just a moment uh, in a very, very practical way will just help us to, you know, disengage ourselves from things that could stop us from moving into the things that God has for us. How many of you in your heart want to really see God do some great things next year in your life? How many of you are believing for that in your heart? And maybe there are some areas in your life that are wastelands, that are deserts. God, let me tell you this, his whole spirit, his aim, his purpose is redemption and he wants to redeem those areas of our life. So this morning... This is what I felt to do. It's, I've called it the bucket list, and it's a little bit of a reversal of the bucket list. I don't know if you saw the movie. came out in 2007 uh, with Jack Nicholson and um, Morgan Freeman. And really, it was about a wish list. Uh, today, I want to do something a little bit different. I've asked the team if I can just have those. I'm going to put two containers. Uh, we're going to put two containers here at the front, two, two rubbish bins. And in a moment, I'm going to get our team, if I can have our piano player up, can we have, Dan, could you come up? I'm just going to get our team to hand out just a slip of paper. And we're just going to take a few moments just to reflect. Now, you don't have to do this. Um, This is not compulsory. Uh, It's really up to you if you would like to do this. And I, I just want to take a few moments... For us just to stop and just to write down maybe some of the things that maybe you're entangled with, maybe some of the things that you need to cast off, maybe some of the things that you need to cast off to declutter your world. And I believe that as we do this in faith and in response to God's word, for some of you it's a process. You know, letting go is an easy thing to say. But it's a hard thing to do. But maybe today you can start the process. Maybe today by going through this action, you can start the process in your life to let go and say, God, today I'm coming with faith. I'm coming with an open heart. God, I don't want the things of 2017 to hinder the things that you have for me in 2018. So if you would like to, as our team just come across, you might need a biro. I'm just going to give you a few moments just to write down some of the things that you know in your heart, maybe for some of you, they're burdens that you've been carrying. I really believe that today God wants to start a process. He wants to start a work so that you do not go into 2018 holding these things. 
But if you come in faith and say, God, today I come in faith, I come in obedience, I come in response to your word. Today I come and I bring these things, I surrender them to you. I put them in the waste basket of life because I know that you have great things for me ahead. Is that okay? So if you need a biro, there are people just coming by right now. We're just going to take a few moments just to do this. And I'm just going to give you a few moments just of silence. You might want to do it with your wife, your husband. You might want to do it individually. Once you've done that, I'm going to give you about three to four minutes. Once you've done that, I'm I'm just going to, we're going to get you to just come forward and put those cards in these buckets. You don't need to put your name on it. We're not going to go looking through it after, believe you me. Um, You can tear it as you come. Some of you, as you come, you might want to actually just kneel at the altar you might just want to take some time and say, God, I don't want to just bring this as a piece of paper, but today, even in my heart, I just want to spend some time just before you. So we're going to do that in just a moment. Just allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. opportunity to come up and place your piece of paper into the buckets in front. Maybe come up and we're just going to sing that song, I Surrender.